0: Welcome to the strength and dignity podcast where we discuss Christian lifestyle scripture biblical concepts and hear testimonies from various guests I'm your host Kelsey Pryor and I hope you find encouragement solid teaching and thought-provoking concepts here We're entering into a new series called Christian lifestyle This is a series where we discuss practical tips biblical commands and various teachings throughout scripture that can be applicable to anybody Before we dive in make sure you subscribe so you never miss a future podcast. All right, let's get started Hey guys, welcome back to the Strength and Dignity podcast. I'm excited to talk to my new friend, Belle, today. Hi, Belle. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks so much for joining. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I was so excited when you asked. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so excited to hear more about your story and what you do with your online platform. So I'd love it if you just um, took us off with your testimony or just a quick intro about yourself to start off with. Yeah, for sure. So um, currently I am a full time student um,
1: in biblical studies major, which is amazing oh. super fun. Um, I've changed my major four times, though, so it's been a whole <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm originally from Chicago, though, and we just moved down to Florida, so I'm actually in Jacksonville, Florida now, so it's quite okay. the culture change. Um, so, yeah, it's been a wild ride though. Um, just kind of getting to the point. Sometimes I look back to it and I'm like, how did I even get here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in high school, you know, as a very stereotypical high schooler, we're very self absorbed and stuff. Um, and I actually struggled a lot with eating disorders, um, really bad. Mm. So, when I was in eighth grade, actually, so right now I'm about 130 pounds, I was under 90 pounds. Um, wow. so in and out of hospitals and stuff like that, um, all those things. So I was diagnosed with anorexia nervosa and bul- bulimia nervosa, um, BDD, body dysmorphic disorder, and then the big one PCOS, but a very rare form of it. Um, so wow. what this looked like is basically a doctor called me in after a couple of years of battling with this and said, you're lucky to be alive. And then said, Oh my gosh okay, now we need to talk. Um, and he's like, ma- like take a breath. And I was like, okay, like what's up? And he was like, you, your body has had so much damage done to it. Now you will never have kids. Um, and literally like that moment is probably the most defining moment in my life so far. Oh my uh, gosh. Just because it like shook me the core. And like, I grew up with a fantastic Christian family, um, but I just was so consumed with wanting to be perfect in my eyes and in the world's eyes. And I just wanted to be thin and pretty and all of these things. Um, it was, it was insane. And so I remember oh driving home God. from that and sitting in the car and thinking, what have I done? Like, how do, how do I even recover from this? I was 15 years old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy because, <laughs> you know, you just always assume you're going to have a family at some point. Yeah. Um, it's just something you, you think is going to happen. So what happened from this actually, I would say more so subconsciously, is I went, no man will ever love something that can't give something as basic as a child. Um, Mm. so I let it seep into my relationships and all through high school, I had horrible relationships with guys who were just, they weren't looking for the right things. They weren't, um, men of God. They were just horrible. Mm. Um, so that really shaped a lot of everything. Um, so I think about junior year after I got out of a relationship with a really, really, um, toxic kind of drowning situation, um, I remember sitting on my bed and I went, God, I can't do this anymore. You, you, I, I was so mad at him. I was like, you took away my kids at some point. You took away my future. You took away everything. You took away my beauty. Cause I had to start gaining weight again and like all of this stuff. And I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. Um, and I'll be honest, like a, like some sort of switch flipped um, and I don't know how, but I ended up on my knees and I was just like, okay, like we need to rework this. So um, I was back in the hospital later and I was actually told I had three days to live um, because oh of Oh my heart. gosh. Yes. My body would, had gone into complete decline and they were like, you have three days. That's what we're giving you. Um, and so obviously that didn't turn out. I ended up, What? oh my gosh. So once that happened, I kind of thought, okay, God didn't just save my soul then as I was working on my relationship with him. He like literally saved my life. So I wow. kind of thought like this whole idea of like having a second chance. And I was like, you know what? I'm putting everything in and I'm going all out for Jesus. Like I need to live literally every day for him in such a way that there's such a big impact because I wouldn't be here without him. Like literally. Um,
0: oh my word. Wow. Yeah. So that's like just a little bit of my story. Um, and kind of (laughs) of got here. (laughs) Wow. I am so shook. I don't even know where to start. That's so powerful. Yeah. Oh my word. (laughs) That is a lot. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you, so, Describe like how practically like was it when you're saying like when like this switch was kind mm-hmm. of flipped, um, was just everything completely different after that? Or did it take some like time and take some like transformation beyond that? Or was it kind of instantaneous for you?
1: Yeah. So I would say it was pretty like con- like fast. It like just happened where like, you know, I think it was probably the trauma of just feeling like life was so yeah. close to being gone. Um yeah. it kind of puts things in perspective and you're like okay what am I living for what is my purpose is it so i can be thin and pretty or uh-huh. is it so i can be something more is it so i can affect other people and transform their lives through jesus you know what do i want to stand for so i feel like it was pretty quick but i think i haven't stopped transforming since then if that makes yeah sense. the transformation has continued um so as much as it was a massive switch it's
0: continued on and really grown from there. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. So I feel like that sounds a little bit like maybe where your mission statement kind of stemmed out from. Is that true? Yes, that is exactly where it's. Okay. So my mission statement is
1: adventure for Jesus. Um, and I knew after this whole thing, I was like, okay, I'm going into ministry, but I knew that I couldn't just go into some sort of ministry where I was like a pastor or taking on a role like that. That wasn't what I was looking for. And I didn't think that was Mm. what I was called to. Um, so I wanted to kind of create a platform, um, to Mm. help people kind of live up to this adventure. Because if you're reading the Bible, I mean, this isn't people who were, you know, going to church every Sunday and then living whatever they wanted to do the rest of the week. These were people yeah. who were fully committed day in, day out, every day was somehow living this crazy journey for Christ. Um, mm. And I really thought about that. And I was like, that's what I want my life to emulate. I want my life to look like this adventure. And um, mm. And, you know, like I said, kind of staring back to just feeling like life was leaving so quickly, um, I didn't want to miss anything. I was like, I want to live the fullest. Um, So that's kind of where that adventure stems from. And then Adventuring for Jesus, like that was just this platform that I was so excited about. So I turned it into a podcast and I've created kind of this um, overall um, motto, in my opinion, where it's just... Set on this, and is trying to reach people through social media mostly and the newer generation and saying, give your life purpose and make it full.
0: Wow. I love that because I feel like so many times when people think about um, Christianity, they don't think about adventure. And whenever people think about like living their life to the fullest, they don't think of it as Jesus centered. Yes, exactly. Isn't that crazy?
1: So, yeah, yeah, you think of like Christianum and all of that, and you think of the church, and then you think mm-hmm. of like a powerful life. And you're thinking of like traveling and doing all these crazy experiences and living. But there's like this middle ground between the two where the Christianity meets that adventure. And then you get to live that out. Mm. And that's powerful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that picture because it um, right now I'm watching the show The Chosen, which I might have talked a little bit too much about already. I talk about it all the time. Have you seen it? (laughs) I haven't, but I'm going to definitely start. Cause like you said, I've heard you talk about it and I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's It's just so good and there's lots of like there's lots of different elements to it but I just watched the one where Peter gets called and it's so interesting because he's at, he's like brought to such a low and desperate place that you don't really see One thing that's interesting about the show if you guys haven't heard of it is it, it is a, a story about Jesus which is why I, I didn't want to watch it at first because I'm like it's just another cliche like movie about this like Jesus that's not actually in the Bible or whatever but um, they basically give us the backstory to a few key characters in the, like before what's documented in the, in the scriptures. And, um, the one about Peter is like, we're not really told much about Peter's life before Jesus calls him. We just know that he's like, come with me and I'll make you fishers of men. So he gets out of his boat and follows, but it's kind of like what made him want to do that. And like you're saying, it kind of makes me think of this like adventurous spirit. He's like kind of gung ho. And it's like, what made him want to be like that? And I really liked this. I think it's episode four. There's only eight, eight episodes um, where Peter gets called and it's just so interesting because the entire thing is like how he's brought to such a state of desperation Um, but how he's like he has a very like zealous spirit he's just not directing it in the right place and Mm -hmm. at the very end Jesus is like this is the solution and so he's like all in and he's like on his knees and it's like so powerful but that's what it's making me think of is like um, it seems like that's my like what happened with you. Like you were brought to like this desperate place where you were like, "This is this is all that there is for me now," and so you're able to like go all in because you know that that he he's gonna have like so much more than you ever could have dreamt of, even though you were brought to like a low place to realize that. Is that kind yeah. of like what happened?
1: Oh my gosh, definitely. And you know, I think that sometimes you have to be brought to your knees yeah. to be able to worship God fully. And I was brought to my knees. Yeah. I was so proud And so that needed to happen. It Man. really did. And honestly, I love it because it's helped me develop my story. And stories are so important. Testimonies are so yeah. important. When you're talking about God, because you know, I I always compare it to gravity, where you know we can't see and we can't feel gravity. So sometimes we it's easy like we could be like, oh, it doesn't exist. But what happens is, is since we're planted on the earth we're seeing the effects of gravity, which means we can no longer deny the existence. Mm-hmm. The same thing with God is when you're seeing the effect of God, you can no longer deny that existence. So you can say, oh, I don't see him. I can't feel him, all these things. But when you're seeing the direct effect of God in people's lives, right. that's the, that's kind of like that proof there. Yeah. And so I think that testimonies, those stories Like, it is so important to recognize your own story, even if there isn't something catastrophic in it. Know your own story. Know how to connect
0: that because that's like the proof kind of that so many people are looking for. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. And story is definitely like what changes the world. I had another podcast where we talked about this too, where it's like stories are just so important because like Mm -hmm. when God decided to reveal his character to people, he didn't just decide to like, Kind of make a list, or like say, okay, this is kind of how I am. He gave us a story to read and to experience, and like through the family of Abraham and just through all of the biblical accounts, it's like he Mm -hmm. chose to portray himself and his desires and his um, how he wants to be the most glorified through a story, and that can be so powerful. So I love that developing your story, developing your testimony is like super important. Yeah. So that's so cool. So tell us about how that kind of, um, led you into your mission and your online platform today.
1: Yeah. So after this happened, um, I took probably like, this is going to sound dramatic, but like a straight up six months and just prayed and prayed and prayed. And was like, okay, I have a heart Mm -hmm. for something. I know I do. I have this passion. I need God to guide this, show me where I'm supposed to be headed with this. Because it was like, it filled me up so much, this passion, this fire, and I didn't know where to direct it. Um, so I was just like, God, I need your help. Please like, show me where you want me to be with this. Um, and I was actually on a trip in Michigan, Hmm. um, and I was sleeping and I woke up, it was 2am. I remember it, 2 7, actually. I remember this. Wow. (laughs) And I went, oh my gosh, I know what it is. And that's the night that I came up with Adventure for Jesus. Mm. And it was just so clear that that was what I needed to start growing. Um, so at first I was like, okay, it's going to be a YouTube channel and I'm going to go on there and talk and all this stuff. Um, and then I started recording and I was like, oh, I, I can't look at myself this much. It's, it's too hard right now. Mm. So um, slowly it developed into a podcast and the podcast has done way better than I ever would have thought. Um, wow. It's been insane to watch it. And it's people that I like, you know, it started with my friends and then it kind of grew and grew. And now it's international and I have listeners from all over the place. Wow. And it's amazing. I'm so thankful for it um, to share my voice a little bit. Yeah. And then it kind of switched. So then I was like, okay, well, I should probably make an Instagram for it. So, kind of what happened was the podcast Instagram was it was okay and it was doing fine. Um, but my personal Instagram started to kind of get more momentum behind it. And, um, I started doing like little micro blogging things where I'd post the picture, but have like this story underneath it or this kind of like mini sermon. Mm -hmm. And they started doing really, really well. Um, people were sharing them and they were sending them out to their friends and stuff. And it was cool to see all the numbers rise and stuff. And so, um, I've kind of between the two been able to, um, share a little bit about my story and my experience mm. and then just thoughts and then things that I've learned in my biblical studies program. And then also um, worked with a lot of Christian companies um, to do marketing and branding with them, which is um, a newer thing that I've walked in a uh, kind of stepped into mm. um, to try and help label these Christian companies um, with a new um, perspective mm-hmm. and kind of make them able to um be more appealing to young adults because yeah. um, kind of what was happening is, you know, you'd see the the older ladies with the shirts that say, well, like Jesus saves and stuff like that. And then they were trying to market to the younger um, adults. And so I've been able to work with a couple companies and kind of be like, okay, let's maybe like change these designs. Mm-hmm. Let's make them more um, manageable. Um, so that's been really, really fun and really cool a way that I really didn't think I get to use my talents. Yeah. Um, but God just keeps opening up
0: doors. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. I love how you're able to use that. Um so is that is that what you do full time you help like with branding and stuff like that for Christian companies?
1: Yeah, so it yeah, um awesome. between the podcast which um is a part of my income and then my Instagram which does a lot of the companies and stuff. Uh-huh. Um that's currently how I'm making a lot of my money. That's awesome. Which is insane like
0: Yeah. How would you even think that's possible? I don't know. I love it. I love it though. And that allows you to be like a full-time student studying the Bible at the same time. So that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. So that's so cool. Well, I'd love to get into if there's anything that God's teaching you right now, anything, it could be related to what you said, or it could be something just completely different in the moment.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, a lesson right now, I am very much so the type of person who struggles to be content. Hmm. Um, I'm constantly trying to either get to the next season of life or prepare for something or move on. And I struggle to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of something that God has been teaching me right now is just how important it is to be still Mm -hmm. and be quiet and like rest in him um, and like I'm sure this is so like basic with the whole quarantine thing, but it's just been such a lesson that's been um, being taught to me right now. Cause you know, when you're in the hustle bustle of school, so I'm a cheerleader. Um, I run the women's conference um, that um, my school hosts mm-hmm. and I, you know, full-time student, like I said, and then with the podcast and all this stuff, I, it's very easy for me to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was kind of forced to slow down right. and to be in the moment and kind of think about, you know, the things that matter to me. And like I said, my purpose. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think God's just been really revealing to me how important
0: it is to sometimes just be like, hey, calm down. Mm -hmm. Take a chill pill. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. That's something that um, ties into like the idea of a Sabbath, which I have talked a lot about, but I'm going to have another series on that as well. That'll be coming out soon. So that's something I love talking about. But also I experienced it in a different way when I went to Maui for a couple months or a couple weeks Little over a month, I think, um, to visit some friends, and I my work life wasn't normal because it was all like online, and I had so much extra time. Like it was really weird because I was getting the same amount of stuff done as I had at home. Mm -hmm. But like I had all this downtime and I like actually got to like read books, which I didn't usually like have the time to do. And um, I was helping them like with their grocery shopping and around the house and stuff. But I got that kind of stuff done pretty quickly. And so I just kind of got to like go out and either like go out and take it slow, like do all the shopping, but as like much time as I wanted, or like at the house. It's funny because like they um they they have little kids, so they have like nap time, um, which is either when the parents get some work done or they also take a nap. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have I, I can take a nap <laughs> and stuff like that, where I know it's not like sustainable in the long run, but I really got to like kind of cherish that moment of like I get to just sit still and that was the phrase that kept popping in my head was like be still and know that I am God like it was such a um, important thing for me to like experience that because I'm such a like get it done type of person that Mm -hmm. I don't often outside of my Sabbath day of rest I don't value like being still, or even just like on the Sabbath rest, it can become so like normal for me that I'm like, this is the day that I can like sleep in and watch a movie or something. But not like, hey, it's also important to just sit still like in my presence. That's just as, that's more important than like, like that's when your soul actually gets a chance to rest and not just your body. And um, so yeah, I relate to what you're saying with that. That's, That's really cool, really important.
1: That's so good. I love when you said that your soul has to rest, not just your body. Yeah. That was so
0: good. (laughs) Yeah, my dad talks all the time about how like Sabbath is a time for soul rest and not just body rest. Like every night our body gets to rest. There's those days that are hard and we have to take it a little slower, but like Sabbath is the day we get to like actually let our soul rest. And that's something that it's like not as intuitive and I think it takes a lot of time to figure out. But when I was in Maui I got kind of like an inkling of what that looks like. So I really appreciated that. Yeah, that's so
1: good. I love that. And
0: that's definitely
1: just been the lesson that God keeps reiterating.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, I really want people to check out your podcast. Um, Talk about like, what's the name of it? How do they find it? And what are some things that you talk about over there?
1: Absolutely. So like I said, it's um, Adventure for Jesus. You can find it on almost all of... um, Podcast platforms, so Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, Mm -hmm. all of them. You can also go to Adventure for Jesus at Instagram Um, on there. um, If you click the link in the bio, there's um, a little, like, category thing, and you can click whatever platform you want. It's super easy, super functional. Um, My favorite episode to talk about is definitely the Bible Tips and Tricks episode. Um, It kind of walks you through really um, manageable ways to study your Bible because sometimes you open it up and you're like, shoot. I don't even know what I'm doing. So it talks about how to find a plan of attack. Um, you know, simple things like translations, um, and just overall what to do when you feel Mm. lost in the Bible. And, um, I think that that was super helpful because, uh, you know, (laughs) the word isn't cake to eat on special occasions. It's daily bread. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be in it every day. Um, not just Sometimes, So uh, knowing how to be in the word is going to be so important to your walk with Christ. Mm-hmm, um, I'm currently doing a relationship series, which has been wild. So my parents are joining me on that. Um, so my dad and I um, have done the single and dating episode, which are on there. And then my mom and I are going to go into engagement and marriage. And not oh. just if you're in that season, but how to reflect on that season, if you're out of it, or how to prepare for that season if you're going and do it at some point.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah. So just like, everyday, um, lifestyle things and how to really incorporate Jesus into those things mm-hmm. and make sure that you're living the, f- the full adventure.
0: Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. That's so funny. Cause, um, I feel like our content is so similar, but it's coming from like such different perspectives that I love it so much. Um, cause like in the yeah. future, my podcast just started, right? It's pretty new, but I have a, a kind of like a couple month plan. And part of that is to do a couple episodes on singleness and on dating and on, um, being married and where I would interview like couples of different like stages of marriage so um, that's super cool I love it so much so go check out Bell's podcast um, and then what's your what's your Instagram? My Instagram is bell, um, but it has a period between each letter. Okay. So it's super annoying. You can just look up Bell Miller. It should show up. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being vulnerable with your testimony and for sharing with everybody, like what, what you've gone through and what you're doing with your online platform. I think that's super valuable and I highly encourage everyone to go ahead, give her a follow and see what she's got going on over there. It's really awesome.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of Strength and Dignity. We have lots of content over on our website with strengthandignity.com including our Bible study. This study is what started everything, so make sure you head over to the website to check it all out. It's a book that walks you through 10 characteristics in Proverbs 31 and how they might apply to you no matter what season you're in. We also talk about God's character and how we can better understand and reflect it to others. The book also comes with a free video series and leader guide if you want to go through it with a group. That's at withstrengthanddignity.com.